Hello, Echo. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts, the first one of 2021. Woo. Welcome to the show. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Ruiz, creative tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing, DIY electronics, CNC milling, a bunch of maker stuff to inspire you folks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the new year. Good morning, good morning. We're hanging out in the Discord chat rooms. So if anyone likes to shout out, say hello, good morning. Welcome everybody to the Discord chat room. You got a you, couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Everybody hanging out all over the world. Thank you for joining us this morning here. Yeah, we got our um, noise our noise going on, yeah. so everything's hopefully will go smoothly with the show. If you'd like to join the Discord chat room, that's how I start, right? We do. Uh, you can go to the the uh, discord.gg slash Adafruit. That's the invite URL, so you can be a part of the group and community. Shout out everybody hanging out. We got... Shout out to everybody hanging yeah. out. We got Charles Beneford. We have Christina Coding. Style Tech. Paul Cutler. Dewester. Dewester, hello. We got Style Foamy Guy. Tech. Typing Foamy in. Guy. Hey, folks. Thank you for joining us. We will get started in just a few moments. Oh, we just wanted to welcome everybody to the show. Let the stream kick in into gear as as we broadcast live from Florida, Central Florida. That's where we are. Cool. We got some fun stuff to share with you folks. So um, yeah, let's jump in with the housekeeping and feel free to add those messages and things, questions throughout the show. So let's go ahead and take a look at the freebies going on. Uh, but first, just give a, a little bit of a warning. You'll notice there's a red banner at the top of the website. There are some delays expected. We're waiting on things. Everybody's waiting on things. So please be patient. If you put your orders in, it might take one to two business days just to process your order. There's lots of uh, stuff going on. So hopefully, is the mic on? So hopefully. So hopefully um, you'll soon get your things, but please be patient. So if you order things that are $99 or more, we still have, oh, we have a black feather now. The pink feathers are all sold out. Thank you everybody for getting those very special edition pink feathers. Hopefully maybe we can make some more. We'll find out later tonight, I think. For orders that are 149 or more, we still have the STEMI QT boards. If you have an account with us, make sure you don't get the same one twice. You don't have to do anything in your in your cart. It just gets automatically added. For orders that are $200 or more, you'll get a STEMI QT board, the black Adafruit Feather RP2040, and free ground shipping for US Continental only. And then for the last tier, the mega top tier, from $299 or more, you'll get that free shipping, the free STEMI QT board, the, the black Adafruit Feather RP2040, and a blue fruit circuit playground, our favorite NRF52840 board with lots of LEDs and sensors and lots of demo projects to get started with on that one. So there we go. It's uh, for limited time as supplies last and hopefully we get those new pink feathers. Heading on over to the jobs board, help wanted. You head on over to jobs.adafruit.com. You'll see there's some new postings. Um, I'm seeing two of them since we've done the show. We got, uh, looks like there's a, a posting for an audio circuit. It's a contract. I think that might be remote. Cool. We have a remote instructor for summer engineering program at the Blue Stamp Engineering in the San Francisco Bay Area. Check that one out. Those are the latest job posting. You, you can um, create your profile for free or post up a job if you are looking for someone help you with the projects or if you're looking to employ some new folks so you can always check out uh, jobs.adafruit.com okay every monday at 2 p.m eastern time is the circuit python meeting that happens with the core devs and the community you can join in um, by hitting up the discord server and you can also listen in on the archive which is posted maybe a few hours after but every monday at 2 p.m you can check out the CircuitPython weekly. Newsletters happen once a week. You can check out adafruit.com slash newsletters for product focused stuff. If you want to know what new software added to the shop, you can subscribe to the newsletter at adafruit.com slash newsletter. And then for daily Adafruit newsletters, you can go to adafruitdaily.com and subscribe to all the many categories. 
such as Python on hardware. I think we're slowly approaching 10K subscribers to the newsletter, but shout out to Anne and PT who have been doing the, um, the newsletter. And if you wanna get your stories, projects posted and featured on the newsletter, you can do so by hitting up CSP at adafruit.com. It's an email address. And that is all the housekeeping, I think. So let me jump back over to Discord chat room and see if anybody says hello. Oh, sweet. Foamy guy, thank you so much. Has a pug report for uh, some CAD stuff. Yay. The RP2040 model is a big integral part of the project he's working on. Yes, that's great. Yes, there will be more CAD parts. Um, we know there's some new boards. And uh, I, I definitely want to get the Cutie Pie ESP um, board made yes you like folks yeah the ESP is too right mm -hmm. yeah I, so that's on my list to do got some new hardware i think there's a new uh gpio expander and there's still some um some requests to take a look at in the backlog that i have but uh yeah shout out foamy guy Sweet. and anytime you have any request uh probably do a github yeah uh, a github issue you can add it there and um you can tag me i'm dj ekin and, and I get notifications, so I'll check it out. And then we have a comment over on the YouTube. Someone was asking, uh, Christian's asking, uh, the equivalent of Adafruit in Romania. We do have distributors there. It, you can find that on adafruit.com slash distributors. And there is one down in the Europe area. Yeah. I can see one is in uh, Romania. Yeah, all the way at the bottom. There's... Optimus Digital SRL and RoboFun. If you guys want to see all of the other distributors all over, check out adafruit.com slash distributors. Yeah, I'm you can see uh, here. a giant list of them there. RoboFun sounds fun. And Optimus Digital SLR, like you said. Very cool. I thought there used to be a map as well. Uh, if you scroll all the way up, I think I posted the um, the anchor tag. Where it Great. cheeks you down there. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, you're right. There, there used to be a map. Yeah, there was a map. The map is gone. We have a nice list, though. You can just search for Romania or scroll. Mm -hmm. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, the list works here. You can just search. I was, huh. I was able can't, to just browse instead of Romania. Yeah, it says you can't access the link. Uh, what was it again? Just adafruit.com. No, no, no. The actual Romania one. Maybe if I just directly... Which one? Oh, he says or? those are the ones that they already use. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. yeah, that's where we ship those uh, all those products yeah, to. Yeah, and again, there's some delays and things going on with the, yeah. the weather and, and some other things. Mm -hmm. There are... The product you're looking for is not there. You can uh, definitely try DigiKey request as well. it. Yeah, you can try DigiKey as well. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's project. Okay. Good Take time. it easy and start off 2022 with these awesome elf earbuds. Whoa! So a lot of the projects that we come up with, uh, this was Lamar's idea. She yeah, found a nice little trend on Twitter. Um, yeah. These elf earbuds. Yeah, these look really cool. These are some um, elf earbuds. They're like BLE wireless earbuds. But the thing about them is they're kind of built in. These little elf ear add-ons are built into the headphones themselves. So they're a little pricey. If you're going to get wireless earbuds, they're going to be around $100. And these are really cool looking. And Lamar thought it'd be cool to print them out in some different colors. So that's kind of what we did. But we wanted to make it so that you can put your own headphones into it. So we like these earbuds and we figured we'd kind of design it around this style of earbuds as we see them. Many different manufacturers make this style of earbud. Yeah, so these work in uh, PLA, uh, Ninja Flex as well. So I really like the flexible ones. And like you were saying, these are compatible with the existing earbuds you already have. Of course, we give away all of the design files so you can edit this to your liking. And one of the things Lamar wanted to highlight are elves come in many different colors. So we have all the skin tones uh, that Ninja Flex makes here. So from your, I think this is caramel to uh, chocolate to I think peach smoothie, I think is the yeah, one we still have, have in names. stock. Yeah. <laughs> or if you want to go all Pandora avatar or... Uh, whatever elf that has like these pointy ears you can go with these uh, sparkly purple ones like you were saying before it works in PLA or Ninja Flex 
Uh, of course, you'll be able to do a nice assortment of little bendy stuff with the Ninja Flex ones. Uh, you could mold these as well with PLA, like in hot water or something. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is that these uh, go right directly behind your ear, nice and comfortable, and stay input. And the main reason why I started working on this was because one of my earbuds went right through the wash. Mm. And just for anybody curious, it's $80 for one of these. Um, yeah, my these right... Apple earpods yeah my right set came out just fine i went to go put in my other set hit play and there was a bunch of water in my ear and that shorted out the other oh. earbud so you can't get replacements the one should be here today but yeah i don't think this would have happened if i had my elf ears on mm. i somehow stuck these in my pocket yeah. you would definitely have seen the uh that in the pocket before i threw it in the wash so definitely and that's just a comment that i keep hearing over and over again yeah um, good way to Keep them from being lost. As yeah. They can get lost sometimes. Yeah. So the editable parts about this is, you know, the all bezier curve. So you can adjust it to whatever your ear shape is. And of course, the diameter of whatever ear pods that you guys are using. So, yeah. These print without any supports. Uh, you got a nice flat bottom. So you have plenty of uh, adhesion to the bed. Not much to worry about there. So it's just a fairly simple print. You have a little bit of overhang here, but it tends to catch itself. You have some good active cooling. But yeah, um, when you're printing with NinjaFlex, it can be a little bit challenging, but definitely give this a shot. You can see here, it, it becomes a little stringy, but that's kind of okay. We just kind of left it like that because it's fine, but you can clean that up with some uh, flush snips if you want. I I'm just leave it meant to, to increase the tolerance so that it has a go. nice little grip to the... Uh, so the... that's typically what you'll get if you turn off your attraction when you try printing um, NinjaFlex. Do you still have that set like that? Yes, I do. Okay, and this was printed on, I believe, a Bowden or a Direct Drive? No, this is Direct Drive. You okay. can get the Bowdens to print if you're printing at, like, I don't know, like 20 millimeters a second. That should be okay. Now, when we print NinjaFlex, you tend to print a little bit hotter, right? Are you 230 or 240? For this one, 240. I think you could get away with, like, 230, 235. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is the 1875 uh, diameter filament. You can see here that... You want to be real careful with your first layer with any print. You can see here, you get a little bit of a extra thing there. But what kind of bed did you use? Just a this powder coated? The powder coated PEI. Just make sure that it is not squished onto the bed. Uh, to make it easier to remove, make sure that your bed is heated to, I think, like 50 uh, C. That will allow the uh, removal of NinjaFlex a little bit more easier. You could also use blue tape as well. It'll make it super easy to remove. Uh, you just get like a texture on the on the uh, on the backside. But if you like the PLA and you have lots of PLA colors or PETG or whatever harder plastic, um, should be pretty. Much, it'll be a lot easier. You don't have to clean anything up here. It looked really really good there. Yeah. Quick question from Paul Cutler on the Discord asking: NinjaFlex is like TPU? Yes. This is yes. the shore hardness of eighty five A, which is uh, pretty flexible and it has a nice grip to it too. Uh, these would work just fine with semi-flex or the um, 90a which is like the typical uh, tpe or tpu that you will find um, like all over amazon uh, not as flexible but we'll get the job done yeah for sure this is very very floppy so um what helps it stay it's rigid is that it's like against your ear that kind yeah. of keeps it upright and you can you know adjust it here it's got an, a tapered edge so if you look very closely the uh circle has a Bit of a taper so that it can catch onto uh, the little stem of these ear pods. These really look like those Q-tips. Remember the joke about these Q-tips in your ear? Yeah, but as you saw there, like we didn't clean any of this up because it's NinjaFlex. It's so forgivingly that you just press it in. It's just like whatever. <laughs> That's really nice. You can see all that messy stuff. You could clean that up, but we, you know, like I said, Pedro said that you it increases the tolerance a little bit, so it kind of gives it a bit more grip. But yeah, the uh, NinjaFlex TPU is, um, it's not just flexible, it's also grippy. So it has a nice feel and grip to it. So if you're doing like a gasket or rubber feet, NinjaFlex is always a great uh, option to use if you want to print something custom. Um, what else can we say about it? It's uh, a little bit stretchy, right? It's a little bit elastic. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's actually TPE. It. It's a TPE. elastomer. Okay, it's TPE. TPU would be like a semi-flex, right? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more... Uh, it's le it's like less elastic, but still flexible, I think. Um, but yeah, you're gonna find way more colors in uh, TPE for NinjaFlex. And uh, let's go ahead and look at the website. We stock a, a good amount of NinjaFlex in different colors. We have a category that's something we have, but we have black, white, 
This right here uh, is that almond peach smoothie. That's that kind of peach color. We have some other ones like orange. We did sell out, unfortunately, of the caramel. Is the one mm -hmm. I think that's the one that matches my skin. Yeah, the caramel yeah, candy. Unfortunately, they are discontinued, so we're kind of trying to get, you know, get these off the shelves <laughs> so that and into folks' hands. Um, so you can see here, yeah, the caramel candy has been discontinued, and unfortunately, you can't get. Does Fender Fender Drives is the manufacturer? I think they only have Digiflex, a couple of these, and I don't think they make them anymore. Yeah, their main drive behind it was the um, the prosthetics. So they were doing the mm -hmm. skin matching with uh, prosthetics, the yeah. um, like the grippy parts on the fingertips. Yeah, we used to carry it in three millimeter diameter for the Ultimakers, but we don't anymore. We either sold out or we just can't get them anymore. So it's kind of like well supplies last, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that purple's out as well. Oh no! Yeah, that is one. There nice are other manufacturers of TPU. You can find some stuff from Sandsmart, but we're really kind of big fans of NinjaFlex, but it is what it is. And there is still some spools out there if you want to partake, or if you have an old spool of NinjaFlex you're meaning to try something out, maybe this interests you. Let me focus again. There we go. One of the things you can do too is grab some of the white uh, NinjaFlex that we have in stock and airbrush, airbrush it. it. Yeah. Do some color matching that way. Yeah. But definitely uh, really cool for, you know, if you're doing your Baby Yoda costume or your elf. That's funny. Uh, Baby Yoda would be kind of cool, right? Yeah. Print it in this nice green. Cool. All right. Well, I guess let's take a look at the learn guide, shall we? All right, let's jump in. Super simple. Two-pager. Just explaining the project itself. Yeah. We got a nice video. So you can check out. I wore them. <laughs> they, were, they fit my ears, too, which is nice. Um... Good from behind. Yeah. Mainly, yeah, check out the stuff. Um, is this? Huh. I'm just looking at the price difference. Like, why is one different than the other? Um, is it the color? Down? Might have been the color. Maybe yeah. it's the color, yeah. A little bit pricier. Um, but yeah, this is a pretty good price for like kind of your standard black color. Normally they're 50 bucks. So yeah. We got a good deal here if you want to um, pick up some Ninja Flex. Also, you can get a 10% code tonight if everything goes well. It's grabbing all the links for this. Sure. And then the other page is just showing the 3D printing for this, just showing the settings that we used for the... Sure. You got download device. link, so if you want to download this, the uh, Fusion 360 file, and you can also preview it in your browser. Um, you can get a good look at just the model if you want to just kind of rotate it and see. Um, how thick it is, you have the full sketch that you can download up here at the top corner is a download button. If you download the step file, it should work in most CAD packages. You also have OBJ and um, FBX and some of the other ones. I'm familiar with step. Most of the CAD packages out there will work with step. But we do have the STL files as well, uploaded to Thingiverse, Prusa printers and the like. Um, but yeah, you, you have full access to the sketch. You can modify any of the geometry here. Um, the diameter as well is one thing you probably want to take a look at. But yeah, this is a good kind of small, medium print size that you can kind of prototype different iterations to get the fitting just right or the shape. It took quite a while <laughs> to get the shape bit? while, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, just basic uh, NinjaFlex settings and then you can, of course, print it in PLA. We got the settings for that. Super simple, no supports, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good print to uh, test out that spool of NinjaFlex that's been sitting around for years. I think everybody has <laughs> Everyone one. has a spool of NinjaFlex <laughs> sitting around. Um, cool. And there's lots of fun shapes that you can play with. If you're new to uh, Fusion, you can kind of... Get a feel for how feel the Bezier curves yeah, behave. Right. You could delete geometry and things. But yeah, okay. So uh, So we do have two different versions. Um, if you go to the overhead... Where'd my other one go? Oh, here it is. Yeah. The only difference really is the uh, how uh, far down the little curved shape goes for uh, putting behind your ear. That's only because of the differences of um, you know some, the ear, the third gen Up more. pros there you go. have a smaller stem than like the second mm, gen. Okay, so you want to be aware of uh, mm -hmm. the shape and the the length of the stem on your earbud. So yeah. you, you took that, and depending on if it's shorter or not, you'll want to change the shape. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so you just mess with the uh, Bezier curve on here, yeah. depending on how your ear shape is and how long the stems on your earbuds are. And you could, of course, inside the timeline of Fusion, if the um, the little uh, 
you call this thing the little cylindrical hoop. holder hoop, hoop thing hoop. if you need it to be a vertical you can rotate this guy around and have it be like that so that it goes on the um the top part of here if your earphones or headphones earbuds uh are like in a different shape you can totally update that there is a left and a right so yes, they are a mirrored is. stl mm -hmm. they're already mirrored for you where is it there it is but yeah they should be mirrored that's the way it fits your ear so yeah. you can't afford to just print two is all i'm saying yeah, yeah. don't print two we have both of left the... and right and they're marked as such in the stl file name correct cool and that's pretty much it for these uh customizable uh, yeah elf ear pod some holders. quick settings you know uh 230 to 240c on the extruder yeah um you have a thicker initial layer height normally it's 0.2 why is it 0.3 uh just the way just that the flow flex. is Okay, for the want to be a bit thicker on, yeah. the, on that first layer. Mm -hmm. okay. Yep, it's just so that these uh, close up. Um, the overhead, up. yeah. Yeah. Just so that there is, uh, you know, everything fuses together. And again, that is depending on what printer you're using too. You might not need it. Um, you might need like a ninety percent for the initial uh, flow. Uh, you could. One thing we do is we slow it way down. The yeah. first layer speed, you want to slow that way down so that um, the it's nozzle like has plenty of time to lay down that, mm -hmm. that nice perimeter so it has good adhesion to your bed. Knock, knock, knock. Trying to switch camera. Okay. 10% Tem infill doesn't really matter because there's this is a solid layer you're going to get solid layers for the majority of these so if you have like six tops and six bottom layers i think five should be sufficient five should be sufficient yeah. okay so there's no infill really it's all perimeter right mm -hmm. so uh what's the thickness of this guy probably like i think it's like a millimeter or two one and a half yeah like but yeah they're all solid top and bottom layers and there's probably a little bit of infill here i think it whatever it said 10 percent. Yeah. so not a lot how thick do you think this is in uh cad like Two millimeters, three fusion. millimeters. This is. <laughs> I got fusion in here. I'd open it. Six, six millimeters. And again, that's all dependent on how much, um, how much you need for your specific earbud. Wow, it's six millimeters tall or mm -hmm. thick. Thick. Wow. I would not have guessed. Hold on, I can't rotate with no mouse. Yeah, I know. It's like I'm out of my space. I, I should have had you uh, right. open up the file before. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still can. I'm sorry, it's three millimeters. I'm looking at okay, the Yeah, fillets. I was going to say, it's something like two or three millimeters <laughs> Yeah, it's three. <laughs> and um, with that, you should, you, you should have pretty good if you have your um, your perimeter set to like three shells, three layers, right? Mm -hmm. should be good there. But that's depending on how you want to do it, you know? That's, that's all for you. And if you're slicing in PLA... Kind of standard settings, 220C on our extruder, 0.2 layer height, same infill, a little bit faster, right? Mm -hmm. 60 millimeters a second is a safe bet. But with NinjaFlex, we slowed it down to 50 millimeters. Um, I would slow it down to 40, but yeah. maybe you have yourself a nice cruelty printer <laughs> with a nice extruder. Mm -hmm. um, but that depends too. Yeah, at times we've had to print it at 30 millimeters a second, so... I'm looking at a comment here from Mark Gambler saying that uh, he's tried Ninja Flex again and it's still giving him troubles. Uh, he just doesn't have time to fight with it yet. It is. A yeah, it is. Thing. It can be. Yeah. A little bit of a. A, little a bit lot of, a of the fight. times, <laughs> like the best shape to print is something that just has a lot of, not a lot, but a good amount of surface touching the bed. Like if you're printing like a thin ring, that could be challenging. But mm -hmm. something flat like, like these ears is a pretty good test print, I think. It also depends too on the 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 material too. Then just like sometimes, like I was able to print this with retractions on uh, the peach smoothie for whatever reason did not want to print with retraction on, so I just turned it off and it turned out fine. Is specifically because there's not a bunch of like islands where it's going. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to retract things. a lot. It just yeah. it's okay. And as we showed, it's okay to have a messy. Um, mm -hmm. inner ring here it kind of helps it a little bit you yeah. could clean it up but we did not because we just show you what it looks like off the print there's no supports but hey you got this bit of string mm -hmm. here but that's just the nature of ninja flex itself it's always going to be a little bit stringy unless you got like a really good upgraded direct drive direct uh, drive is the key to get that something or rather yeah. <laughs> so it's the extruder the temperature too. try 240 try um if it's like buckling slow up, it down and heat it slow up. Slow it down, yeah. yeah, to 30 millimeters that a second. That first layer, sometimes 10 millimeters a second. Mm -hmm. is, for the is initial for layer. For the initial layer, that very, very first layer. And then you want it to be higher from the bed too. So for these, I'm at like 0. 0.38 
for the height. Usually it's at point yeah, two that's right. for the, the initial, initial layer height. height. So that initial layer height is critical. <laughs> and then you can turn down the um, the the extrusion width or the flow. The flow. Yeah, they all have different things. You can always see there's a little bit of something there. So it's not completely dead, but you should be okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just showing like how just the smallest difference will make something, but you know, this th is the surface that is out, so you will be seeing it. Was this printed on blue tape or no? This is a. It, this one just wasn't as like. Yeah the, the bed, yeah the yeah the um the I think it was the flow is what I had to change on these because of the the peach smoothie. <laughs> so you definitely want to mess with that. Yeah, the flow. The how, how much material is being extruded out. I haven't seen. I haven't adjusted flow and. So yeah, <laughs> and then that's part of the fight too to get NinjaFlex to work is uh, figuring out what material settings uh, you need to mess with, depending on your printer. You have Cura open already. What? what where's flow? Like, the initial flow is. Isn't it under? Right here, initial flow is under materials. Okay. And for these, I had to drop it down to ninety-five percent. So initial layer flow. Under material, huh? Under material, yeah, you, you got to turn it on. I know. I'm about to show folks what I'm looking at here, so you can see. Um, let me just do a full screen here. There we go. So I'm in Cura, and if you're using Cura, you'll get an idea of um, where these settings are. But under material, you can notice I don't have it turned on. You kind of have to turn it on. Um, I don't see flow. I just type in why. flow on the. Yeah, search. Okay, flow. there it is. Initial flow. Ah, there it is. Under material. Okay, so that's a good tip too. When you go to the little icon and you bring up your preferences, you can just search for it. Because I was gonna take a while to, to manually look through all the <laughs> all the settings. And I think that Prusa slicer, so like all of the slicers, it's percentage have. based. So you want to upgrade it to what? Hundred ten? No, no, no. Ninety five. You want less if it's buckling. Oh. You want less because what it's doing is it's trying to extrude too much at the same time and it like buckles up and, right. like and starts coils getting, around the, yeah. the feeder. popping out of the feeder. Mm -hmm. All right, so you want to turn down your flow, not make it higher. Okay, cool. I learned something. <laughs> I normally just use my PLA setting. That's so funny because that one little setting is what got everything to print. <laughs> That's fun. And I don't, I don't even look at it. <laughs> so hopefully, folks, you, you'll know. Um, and your slicer, maybe you're using Prusa Slicer or something, I think they have a similar layer flow. Similar. Flow compensation for the first layer. The amount of material extruded on the initial layer is multiplied by this value. It's always nice to get a tooltip. Cool. Yeah, lots of little switches to look at. Cool. Okay. Let's take a look over at Discord. Uh, All right, close up the project, I guess. Yep, that's it for this week. But yeah, mainly it was a inspired. It's, it's this cool way to combine flexible material, something practical. Like now, you're not going to lose your headphones, right? So there's a little bit of practicality in it, and you can so make much. it whatever shape you want. So if you want something else to go on your glasses, or you want something to go on your watch, NinjaFlex is always a fun material to play with. It's very forgiving when it comes to tolerances. Um, the elasticity is really really good feature and of course that grip is what you get so all that combined it's kind of a fun little project so hopefully that inspires folks to use their ninja flex and uh, come up with some fun things uh, for your existing gadgets right you don't have to get a whole new gadget just because it has an elf ear right yeah you got your headphones that you really like make something for them exactly so that's the spiel i got and it's only what 300 something days till halloween so you got all the time in the world to work on your next costume right <laughs> sure kids will like it too get your, right. your cosplay ready let's go ahead and jump into this week's what are we prototyping cool i'm gonna need some space so let's get the space so we've been playing a lot with them um with acrylic and this week we have a a zootrope so what is a zootrope zootrope is the device that has um individual frames and they're animated uh through a motor so what we did is we got a DC motor. This is a little $2 motor. We 3D printed a double hearing hex <laughs> gear. And we have another gear and we're running it on a feather with a DC feather wing so that we can control the motor. Um, let me move this up. Bear with me, folks. Make 
the seeds there. Need more room here. Uh, so this is the main base of it. And what I wanted to do was to have this top cover um, be swappable so that we can take this out and add a different frame. So my idea is to have uh, different top covers. So if you want more frames or less frames, and what I want to do is experiment with some thinner material. Uh, this acrylic is a quarter inch, so it's rather thick, a little bit heavy. Um, so I want to play with some uh, thinner material, the eighth inch um, material that I want to have in here. And these tabs are all centered so that the light, uh, the light from the NeoPixel will shine them when, uh, when they're in motion. So I have this little base and there are three pieces here. We got a cover that kind of just keeps it covered. This bit here will actually keep the, uh, the ring elevated. And then we have a separate holder here for the NeoPixel. This is those uh, NeoPixel button PCBs. They're just a single NeoPixel with pads on the bottom. They're press fitted into this little holder. And you can see I have a hole there for the, uh, for the three wires to come out. So you have your NeoPixel three wires and two wires for the DC motor. So on the top of this here, you can see that there's a little bit of a channel. And down here, you'll notice that there's a bit of a lip. So that's kind of how it works. There's no um, ball bearings. It has a nice, um, it has, what would you say? It has good rotation, right? There's not a lot of friction going on. It's actually not really touching this outer band here. Um, the only things that are touching is this lip here and this here. And if I want it even smoother, you could probably put a couple drops of like synthetic lube in it. But so far it works really well. So you're wondering, where's the gear, right? So the idea here is that I have a, a little uh, inner gear and this actually pops out. I'm, I'll just leave it in, but um, the idea is that the gear just kind of mates with uh, the DC motor. And I guess let's plug it in. So um, you'll need to plug in your feather and a power, uh, an external power supply to drive the motor. Um, if you want to make it easier, you could use the Adafruit Cricut feather wing. That way you can kind of power the feather and the motor all with one power supply. But the, the, there's a lot of features on it. So, so here is the party parrot. Oh, the angle, yeah. Yeah, the angle is In the dark room, it looks really, really good. Oh, you can you can make it out. Yeah. Sorry about the noise, folks. Huh. See the parrot. I think one of my frames are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So with lighting and stuff, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be very specific. Like you're gonna have to have some. A little bit darker area to kind of get the full effect of it but these little panels um, are CNC milled and each uh, each one of these engravings is the uh, one frame of the party parry gif and one of the things I did is I added little numbers here just so I know which one it is so here's how the tabs look like so you got one two and they're all you know um, etched uh, to have the little party parrot and that's kind of it really um yeah so again i really want to get some more i'm waiting on some more thinner acrylic because uh, it's easier to cut and there's more frames that i can play with here i want to do a 20 frame animation so that's why i have 20 slots here and what else can i say about it it's a little bit heavy because of all the material right like the acrylic i'll add up to weight um, but it seems to be okay it doesn't seem like there's too much stress happening on the motor so like i did i don't think i've stripped it you can see the little neopixels on there um yeah so hopefully we can have this out in the next two weeks or so as we uh, work on it a little bit more and uh, make a wiring diagram and everything and kind of run it through Lamar and make sure that everything is is uh, all squared and good. Let's see if I can get a better angle. Apologize for uh, being so fancy with it, but it's just the name of the thing with a live show. You kind of have to rework your camera. <laughs> Try turning the light on. 
Any better? <laughs> yep. Kind of. Looks like about the same. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah, one of my frames is off, so. Yeah, one of my frames is, is like incorrect, but that's fine. Um, you could change the speed of it. This is all running CircuitPython on the M4. We're using the uh, the motor library, motor kit library to make it really easy to change the speed. Um, yeah, I think, is it this one? Um, I think it's this one it needs to be rotated. So they're really easy to take in and out of these tabs, which is, always a good thing so you can just kind of press fit them in and kind of make sure that your your frames are going together yeah I think that's better now let's try that out there you go. and the effect is way way more prominent in person <laughs> yeah tough to, to get it no, over it looks, the webcam. I, I can see it. Yeah. It's hard to get this thing going on over the webcam. Um, so hopefully, uh, you know, next week we'll have the thinner material and more frames so we can have a better animation. But that's uh, that's what it looks like. That's what we're prototyping. I have a link to the Fusion 360 uh, share design. If you'd like to download it now and play with it, you can do so. It's open design. You can download it as a Fusion file or a step file which should work in most CAD packages. Um, yeah, people like the Zotrope with a party parrot, of course. Got a question from Wolves on the YouTubes saying or asking uh, if you need a microcontroller to drive the motor, will it work with a plain old electronic motor? Yeah, these DC motors can be powered with a, like a, nine, volt. a nine volt battery. You can wire it directly. We just want to have it so that we can have the LED on and change the speed. You could have a potentiometer um, wired to it as well, so you can adjust the speed live and kind of fine-tune the speed. Um, that's why we have a microcontroller. But no, you don't need a microcontroller, and the, the parts are designed in a way where you don't have to mount any electronics to the actual base here. I have it so that there's a hole in the outer casing, the outer frame, so that you can just have whatever microcontroller or battery but this is the main base of it. You could probably fit uh, an LED here, like a bare three millimeter LED and have no microcontroller at all. So I want you know folks to, to use what they have. So if you don't have a microcontroller, yeah, just wire it up to some sort of power source. Um, but these little motors are like $2, they're very cheap, they're inexpensive. NeoPixel is, uh, you can get a pack of them for like five or $10. Uh, but yeah, a couple screws here, cause the, you know, this all prints without any supports. So you got your base, your cover, and then your inner frame, your uh, your gear thing here. This just press fits in and out. It's pretty tight in there, so I'm just leaving it there for now. A couple screws, right? Um, yeah, I really like these DC motors. They're cheap, and they come with these uh, headers, so they just plug into the to the feather wing here. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I got it set up. Yay. both wired anyway <laughs> so that's what I'm working on um, want to do some more frames and things um, yeah we'll uh, we'll show you next week what we come up with but that is the zootrope hopefully uh, hopefully we'll get it out soon and anyway, we have a really cool link on the discord Susan has uh, posted one of her cool LED lit animations from uh, 2018 Looks pretty cool. Look at that. Is that video playing back for you? I think it's stuck on my end. But check it out. It's on. Uh, yeah, it's like stuck on my end. Check out the Discord at discord.gg/adafruit for all of the cool comments and banter going on during the oh, chat. Oh, cool. Yeesh. That was very cool. Looks like a. Uh, oh, it's a sun jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So you don't really need that many frames to make a good animation, and um. Yeah, that's really cool. Ah, it's a trinket. A trinket. That yeah. looks great. I like how compact it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, the NeoPixels are um, the actual bare pixels. Wow, that's amazing. Nice work. That's really cool. Yeah, I like the tabs too on the 3D print. 
posting these in the uh, other chat rooms too this is so cool yeah i like this effect i've i've had so much fun with acrylic that uh that i figured let's let's have the acrylic moving (laughs) but no it's really cool to have uh different different layers and if you've got a laser cutter or cnc mill it's always fun to cut up some acrylic to um, etch some cool designs sweet well that kind of brings it into community makes sweet anybody feel free to share things and projects in the uh, discord as we're doing this there's also a show and tell specific channel on the discord so please post in there as well sweet okay well let's uh take a look at this week's time lapse tuesday every tuesday we find a design from the community and we print it out this week it's a really nice pencil holder it's designed in a way where it's it makes a spiral effect so if you're using colored pencils you can get a really nice kind of array of colors yeah i've seen this pop up a couple of times lamar sent this link over and is like makes it colorful for 2020 so this is really cool way of uh doing a nice little display of all of the little different colors of the rainbow for in my case for my kids being able to easily grab what color they need mm-hmm. and make a mess and draw all over the furniture <laughs> this was designed by pete owens on thinkerverse and pete owens po- posted this up as a free download we used uh, rainbow filament just to get that um, mm-hmm. that color changing gradient effect. There's rainbow filament and PLA, and PETG probably, and some other ones. But this is that silky style. I know. I um, should have used that. What is it? The um, the one everybody's been posting from Matter Hackers. The oh, quantum. Uh, uh, yeah, quantum. I think it's <laughs> called. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so if you have some of that, yeah, try it out. This is a fun thing. And uh, folks are saying they could also hold screwdrivers and other tools. So not just pencils. Anything circular would work. And it looks like the diameters a little bit bigger than your standard pencil so maybe some sharpies too these are actually markers right but sharpies have different oh yeah 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 so all right here it is in the overhead i should put that on yeah i should put that on right and i think one of the kids already grabbed one of the markers yeah (laughs) but yeah as you can see here the diameter is a little bit bigger for uh, than what these allow but it still works nice simple little design and uh I think the only caveat here is that it takes oh man i forgot how long it, i have it listed there but it takes quite a while to print <laughs> nice simple artistic uh what is it holder <laughs> yeah here's some sharpies and uh and a p owens design so you can see here um yeah it's a prints with no supports mm-hmm. um pretty good adhesion to the bed and this cool effect. Don't forget the cool effect. Yeah. Looks like there's a hole in the center, so you can, I don't know, mount it somehow to your workbench if you want. Oh, I thought it was for attaching it to a motor so it can just spin around. Or you can do that, <laughs> attach it to a motor. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, free to download, something reverse. The barrel diameter is a half inch. Standard Sharpie, marker size. Holds there up to 13 markers. I didn't even know. Cool. Only uses 92 grams of PLA. Excellent. All right, and that's this week's time lapse. Excellent job. Right. We have some other community makes that were sent to us uh, during the break. We have a few of them, so I'll try to run through them. Hopefully, we can get through all of them. Okay, first up, we have a make of the circuit cookie roller. SV High oh, yeah. on Thingiverse posted up their make of our circuit cookie roller you can make cookies with a 3d printed cookie roller it has these imprints these impressions of uh of these circuit traces and we made some amazing cookies this year or not this year but the year we made this project in 2018 these cookies are flipping phenomenal look at that adafruit cookie the detail on these cookies were just amazing and we actually have our cookie recipe in the learn guide look at the adabot that's so fun we had leds adabot and um Whatever, those are cookie cutters, not a cookie roller, sorry. But we kind of combine them to make not just the uh, the texture in your cookie, but the shape of your cookie. Um, <laughs> yeah, these are so fun. Recipe is available on the Learn Guide. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the recipe. Yeah, there was like a it's special thing that we had to do. <laughs> Oh, this is so good. I love the, the really gold. Yeah, there was a, like a specific thing you had to do for it to for the shape to stay. I think it was like butter or something. Do we really have the 
Oh, yeah. Where is it? Probably assembly. <laughs> there you go, ingredients. Oh, wow, look at that. Two, sti two sticks of uh, unsalted butter and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. Does this bring back memories, Pedro? I think we did. Yeah, I was about week. to say, can you tell that we really like our job? <laughs> we're always doing something different. It's yeah, like, this cooking. week we're cooking. <laughs> learning how to make cookies and this like week. getting the recipe, like getting store-bought dough was just not working. It did not work it at all. It didn't work. We, we had, had to make, make our, our own dough because I guess the stuff can't work uh, in the... For the shape. For the shape right. that you want, you have to use this recipe. Yeah. Oh, this was such a fun one. So it's really cool to see at least one person in the universe made it i just hope they can make the cookies now <laughs> because it's a hard thing to do i mean it got downloaded cookies. a couple of times so i'm sure there's other people that just didn't post about it and i remember yeah. people tweeting about it too when we really? released it and it was 2018 so yeah and look at the resolution too that you get at it yeah like, let's look on adabot it's crazy. Like, it is so good yeah and i have a, i think i did a tutorial on uh how i made Mm, this the pattern because yeah. there's a different method now you can just use the emboss oh, tool instead I of having we to had use the sheet metal, metal. Yeah, yeah it just came out for fusion and we're gonna be talking 10 minutes about freaking cookie rollers anyway <laughs> well folks, it's the way that you create the pattern you know it, it's always about the design process of right. this it's the, just cool to mix end, something physical like cooking you get to eat it and then this like custom made shave it's, mm -hmm. and then you eat it and then like you get all these feelings when you eat it <laughs> very very cool uh, so shout out, um, person on, on, on you're on literally paper. feeding the family with your project. Well, I mean, the cookies. <laughs> yeah, makes a great gift. Get started on your cookie recipe now. I mean, Valentine's <laughs> is coming up. I've seen going through the stores. Yeah, that would be really cool. Okay. All right, next up. Sorry, let me get the link. <laughs> oh crap! Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, next up is uh, Nefertiti. This has a story too. It was like, ooh. The scan of it was was it illegal? actually illegal it or was it or was it planned we still don't know but yeah we took the nefertiti model back in 2016 and we hollowed it out and made it into a, a planter um so this is really nice to see someone else put an actual planter we've seen other folks use it like a storage or just like a thing even put a stone they don't what, kind hey. of, what kind of plant is that i don't know that's it cool. looks like mint a mint yeah. yeah that's cool that looks really cool there wonder what kind of filament um, hmm. they used. So this is posted by uh, Ismilia Electronics, hmm. posted two days ago. Printed on a Prusa i3 MK3 with uh, some supports and a 0.25 resolution. Very, very cool. Nice photos. It's a really fun one here. Good Ooh, uh, historical like context. Terracotta too. looking. Yeah, one. that is a really good photo there. Look at that. Hmm. Huh. I don't remember it having all those textures when we printed ours. Oh, is it a remake? Yeah, we used it on a. No, it's just a straight up. Oh, it's the the um, filament that they use because I think we used like hemp filament. Did we? Yeah. So like wood fill, but with like hemp. Uh huh. That's that's crazy. You kind of forget, you know, with the years like. Is it twenty sixteen? Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. It was a crazy good model. Like we had to reduce the the mesh because it was oh, like a billion yeah. polygons or something. Very cool. These are um. In Nepenthes carnivorous plants, by the way, we thought it, it just fitted the aesthetic really I well. I like the way it hang over, yeah. Yeah, looks really cool. So yeah, Nefertiti. Okay, you got another one here. This is a fun tool. If you are doing lots of heat set inserts, maybe it's time very, to make a tool. This handy. is a uh, bit of a, like a drill press um, project that we did a couple years ago. Um, but this person here, Otto Wolf on Thingiverse, posted up their remix. They remixed the, uh, the the carriage holders so that it can hold their soldering iron, which is always a good thing to do to design your own kind of, you have your own setup, you have your own soldering iron, you, you'll want to make your own um, adapter for it. So very, very cool to see folks um, creating their own thing. And uh, wow, they, you get that black, um, uh, it, it uses a piece of 2020 aluminum extrusion, and I'm just now seeing that you can get them in black. That's really cool. Very cool color scheme. So this was printed on Acryl T, Ender 3, no supports, and yeah, PET-G. That's a good PET-G. Um, good filament that uh, heat resistant and uh, less brittle, more stronger than uh, the PLA. But that's a cool thing. So check out if you are interested in making a heat set rig. We're doing tons and tons of heat sets and you want to be perfectly perpendicular, this is a great little tool.
shout out to Ottawa for posting that. All right, we got another, three more to go through, so I'm gonna run through them a little bit. This is a Raspberry Pi, no, this is an iPhone case. The iPhone 12 Pro Max and Mini flexible case, posted up by Eddie33. Pedro designed this one uh, for flexible filaments, and folks are printing them out. Lots of folks are making this one. Really, really nice. This was printed on a Prusa i3 MK3 um, using uh, NinjaFlex TPU Lava. That's really cool. And 10% uh, infill. It looks pretty good. So if you're looking for an iPhone case and you want to use some NinjaFlex, it's always a good uh, project, a case. Okay. I am slow today. Yeah, I'm posting the links. No, one this day. is a Raspberry Pi Zero stand. This was a make posted up by Axel Ramf Raffin. Posted this one up. It is um, just a simple little stand for a Raspberry Pi Zero. You can put a Raspberry Pi Zero and a hat and some other things. Really nice way to kind of prop up your project if you are developing some, some stuff for the Pi. Uh, one of a small stand used when I'm programming various sensors using my Pi Zero Army works like a charm. Excellent. Yeah, just a couple screws and uh, you got a little hole for wiring and it stands upright at a whatever angle. So that's really cool. This was printed on a Monoprice, Mini Select, no no uh, no wraps, no little bit of supports, and some Polaroid PLA Gold. Very cool. Sweet. So if you are looking for a simple stand for your Raspberry Pi project, check that out. And the last one here, this was a really fun project that I worked on. It's no electronics, but it's just a fun little storage. So I, I probably made this when I was watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> 2016, maybe pre, predates it. But yeah, uh, so G nude it on Thingiverse posted up their make of the tower storage. I really like this because uh, it uses screw threads so you can take off the top and put toys or whatever inside of it. And it's really big. So if you have a really tall printer, this is a really fun um, design. Um, it has this cool brick texture, so it looks just like a, you know, a tower um, for D&D. Maybe you want to hold your dice or your dinosaurs or something. Um, this was printed on um, any cubic Predator printer. No supports, no rafts, 0.2 layer height, 20% infill. And the description says, two versions for my son and daughter. That is so cool. Yeah, I like, like seeing it in rainbow. Back in the day, we didn't have rainbow filament. Nice. I do. It's a great tall print. I made it really, really tall. Mm -hmm. It was like, like as tall purple. as Gavin. It was so cool. Yeah, I like the top too. And of course, it has a removable top cover, which makes it really, really Screw. cool. Um, yeah, I like simple things that have these shapes that also double as storage. Mm -hmm. We actually made it a learn guide. That's wild. And you can modify it if you want to change any of the threading or the thickness or whatever. It was time lapse Tuesday. Oh, right. Yeah, it really didn't warrant a guide because it's like, print it. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a good print for like thicker uh, nozzles, like a 0.8 nozzle. Okay, that's this week's time, uh, this week's community makes. Thank you, everybody, for posting up your makes. Um, one last shout out to uh, Prusa printers. If you are looking for an alternative to Thingiverse, check out Prusa printers. Um, I'm seeing more folks are like commenting on our stuff so that it, it boosts up their points and stuff so that they can hopefully get some free stuff when they get rewarded for their points. We posted up our elf years and we got 10 points. Only, only 270 to go because <laughs> it takes 350. Or no, we have 310 more points to go so we can get a spool. We're, we're working hard to earn our spool, guys. <laughs> Okay. I want that beanie. You want the beanie? I want this filament. <laughs> Where's the rewards? Did they update the rewards? No. I can do the hat too. The hat looks really cool. Oh wait, no, no. It's the hoodie. I want the hoodie. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool hoodie. Yeah. Get 500. Can you even buy it? Maybe wait, we can't buy it? I guess not. <laughs> I thought you could. The, the get button is uh, turned off. Maybe it turns on when you have the points. I think so. That's about what's going on. Yeah. Oh, that's right. cool. You have a history of like where your points came from. Right. They did a lot of work on this. This is really good. This is gamifying. Like, yeah. Done pretty good. Yeah. And like, it's, it's working. Like, I'm getting comments on our, and people are rating our designs on Prusa. Nice. So, get your free filament now. Good. Sweet. Post 
spam. No, I'm just kidding. No, I didn't say that. No, there's actually a time limit too, so you can't upload like you know 300 at one time. Right. Yeah. You know, so like they have some smarts built in or something. Right. Yeah. So cool. All right. That is uh, community makes. Real quick, looking at the community in the Discord, Yanni is saying that some snow molds, uh, perhaps ice candle molds with 3D printing. Yes, we have that on the list. Doing that with a uh, uh, pewter, uh, the yeah, with the sand uh, yeah. pewter is molten, melt, molten. Making some metal. Uh, metal molds for that. That is on the list. Yeah, Erin did it though. She already did it. Remember? Yeah, I think we were gonna do some a different way, some three D printing mm. way to do it. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, three D printing nerd made a snow duck. You know what? I have that snow duck from last year. You did. I was gonna we just do it with have... sand. That's right. Like here in Florida, sand. <laughs> the yeah. sand mold. We're a little bit away from sand now, though. <laughs> no, in the uh, the volleyball. Uh, oh, that's where funny. all the white sand is. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's the that's the closest. I kept wanting to do that, but I think I threw away the mold. Mm. <laughs> it was like two years ago. Yeah. And then Paul Cutler is saying, yeah, the uh, soldering iron heat insert definitely on his to-do list. Yeah, just be careful with the uh, the soldering iron. Make sure it's a good one. That the can... diameter, yeah, make sure the diameter is That correct. and just some of, um, some of the cheaper soldering irons will, like, burn out if you have it upright. So just make sure that it's got a good wattage. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Cutler sharing, oh, the uh, the yearly GitHub story in 3D. Yeah, I think yeah, last year we printed. 3D printed Lamar's GitHub for 2020. Yeah, it was a bit of a, a trophy for her. Mm -hmm. Lady Ada. You mean just Adafruit? Oh, I don't know what she posts at. I think she posts Adafruit. Yeah, Lady Ada, Lamar. And yeah, that's what makes it super cool. You can download your STL from that and 3D print it for your desk. That's right. I like how it's pink at the top. Whoa, problem. I broke it. It's because I'm running... Um... Yanni says change of the year. Oh, to 2021. I was going to say it doesn't work because I'm running an M1 Mac and Safari, and nobody likes them. Oh. Yeah, I'm like stuck in a loop, folks. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Probably Safari. It's Safari. It's always <laughs> Safari. <laughs> Put 2022? Yeah, Yanni says the default is 2020. Put 2021. So far. They did a really great job with all the effects. And it nope. doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> We're probably putting them it's on. It's Safari. It's Safari. Yeah. It's always Safari. I have to use Safari here because of reasons. Sorry. But hey, cool. Streaming. Folks know about it. I tried it. All right, cool. I all right. think that is <laughs> it for this week. Got a little change up in the show and tell coming up later tonight, hosted by our very own JP. He's back. That's right. Hosting duties. Tentatively, there will be a Ask an Engineer tonight at 8 p.m. Standard Time. Mm -hmm. Standard Time. Eastern Time. Uh, so tune in for a update on Adafruit, um, open source hardware, new products. Yes. Uh, top Secrets, um, Ion MPI. Lots of fun, a full hour of Lamar Phil something overtime. Cool so stuff coming make up. it their show tonight. And of course, we'll be on Show and Tell. We invite you to do so. You can join in by hitting up the Discord chat room um, five minutes before the show. It starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And we'll throw in a link so folks can join in and share what they're working on. I hope to see you there. We'll be there tonight. If all goes as planned. And then tomorrow. Continuing on with uh, JP's workshop. Yep, I have a thing. Here we go. So JP is here this week and throughout. So every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. I think Scott has a uh, live stream this Friday, normally yes. at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time or 5 p.m. Eastern time. Lady Ada's been doing stuff on the weekends from the desk of Lady Ada. So just kind of hang out and get notifications wherever you might be. And then on Monday is the CircuitPython meeting. And Tuesday, yesterday, JP did a product pick of the week. Yeah. Um, oh boy, I forgot what the product was. Fifty percent off. It was fifty percent off. Whatever <laughs> it was. Yeah. I think it was a GPIO expander. Mm. Or no, no, no. It was the AT Tiny chip thing. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So check it out if you want more. Um, and crazy discounts every Tuesday at four p.m. Eastern time or one p.m. Pacific time. Only while the show is live. Only while the show is live. Yeah. So we're all back to our shenanigans. Making cookies and all sorts of fun <laughs> ear elf ears and crazy things like that. So we hope you're inspired. You know, there's still lots of bad news and things. We're all trying to push through it and we're all being affected in one way or another. So we hope uh, 
you can just push through and, and be safe out there. Um, yeah, hopefully we can make this year better than last. Yeah, yeah. Well last said. year was pretty good, though, I must say. All right. One quick last request from Yanni. He wants a layer by layer. I'm making a mold. A mold? 3D. Mm. 3D molds. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get back into layer by layers. I'm thinking, though, mine is going to be on how to make a a case for boards that are like the cutie pie and the Zio. Mm. Those no, boards. Non-mountable. Not, yeah, boards yeah, that have no mounting cool. holes. Okay. Like I'm seeing a lot of these kind of smaller boards. I want to make a tutorial on how I make the snap fits for those boards. Yeah. Little walls for them. Yeah, because I've been doing that for at least three projects, four projects mm -hmm. now, and I think I got a good recipe. So, yes. Sweet. All right, cool. And with that. Yeah, cool. thanks everybody. We'll see you later tonight on, uh, on Show & Tell. With that, we'll see you next week. But until then, remember to make a great day. See you tonight. Yay. Bye, folks. That's it. <laughs>